It's extra drama for book number 71, starring Jessica. Welcome back to this show. I'm Marissa Flaxbart, your host. And with me again is the delightful, the beautiful, the talented Alex Jennings. Hello. Wow. What a what an intro. Thank you so much. <laughs> you so much. Who am I? Jessica Wakefield? Oh my gosh. You could be less like Jessica Wakefield. <laughs> well, you're not very Jessica Wakefield personality. <laughs> One of the things that I have always really admired about you, I hope I won't embarrass you too much saying this on the record, mm. is that I feel like there's a kind of stereotype of an actor, especially a professional actor, as someone who is really talking a lot about the work they do and, and just really like has a certain like vanity about about being an actor. And I feel like you are so like you are so humble, like you're so the opposite of that. And you, you, know, you do your work and you do great work. And it's just like the thing that you do, you know, and if somebody asks you about it, like I'm asking you about it now, maybe you'll talk about it. But you're never like, oh, yes, this is the thing I just booked and um, oh, I'll be on it for so many weeks. And oh, they really oh, they love me so much. They're keeping me on like somebody else has to say this or like observe this about you. So I can tell I'm embarrassing. You. Yeah, it is. No, you're right. You're like, yeah, I guess you're right. And they're like, yeah, I don't talk about it. usually. <laughs> um, but sure. Yes. Because acting is a, a silly, fun job to have. <laughs> um, but yeah, technically, yes. Yeah, technically, I think. That might be part of why Jessica wants to do it so much. It's, it's she likes the parts that I would not enjoy, right? She actually says outright in this book that her career, the career that she wants, is the career of being famous, right? I think that's a career that, as a kid, a certain kind of young person, it is really easy and like common to want. Yeah, because you can see it because yeah. it's everywhere. I mean, famous people are like just around. So you want to see, yeah, them. and it makes sense to like want to be known, to want to be celebrated. I think the for me, the older I get, and also maybe like the closer I get to people that have that kind of notoriety, mm-hmm. and you see what it looks like and how it affects their lives, the less appealing it seems. Yeah, a little bit, sure. Like having your niche of people that are excited about you—that's oh, yeah. great. Um, love, love, uh, me some, you know, positive, uh, like affirmation. <laughs> like I want to know, yes. I want, I want that, um, acceptance. I love all that, but I think really being famous, famous is like subjecting yourself to a level of censure that mm-hmm. seems I, scary. Yeah. I don't really envy people at the, at the top yeah. actor wise. I think most people expect like, oh, you're really or dying to be, you know, some A-list person in all these Marvel movies. It's like, I don't, I'm sitting, you know, watch them. I, you know, I'm offered a Marvel movie tomorrow. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to say no, but I'm not exactly <laughs> jealous of the constant followers and paparazzi. Like, there's no privacy. I'm, I, yeah. I very admire and I envy the actors that are, like, constantly working. They're, like, known in the business and yet can also really live their life and no one bothers them. Totally. Because they're not actually, like, super well-known. Like, they're known. Like, they're like, oh, maybe that's a person. That, like, they look familiar, but, oh, whatever. Like, they're not being bothered in their day-to-day life. That's the dream. Yeah, yeah. I was at a comedy show with a coworker and my other friend, whose name is also Marissa, who's been on the show before. We were, went to see Sarah Schaefer's show, um, and it was really fun. 
But in line beforehand, a couple people ahead of us was Adam Conover, who is, I would say, describe Adam Conover as like a minor celebrity. Like he's somebody you, whose name you might know because he's, you yeah. know, he's got his own name in most of his stuff. Right. Adam ruins everything. Then he had that show on Netflix, The G Word or something. Yeah. The government. I yeah. watched that too. Yeah. I feel like he's known in, he's more, I, that's not fair to Adam, but I think in LA he's especially well known. Well, so Christian, my coworker, and I recognized Adam Conover right away, partially because Adam used to have a podcast on the network that we work for, oh, Maximum okay. Fun, and he was with um, Lisa Hanawalt, his partner, who is also has a show okay. on the network. But we don't know him, so we didn't like go say hi. But then my friend Marissa turns to Christian and is like, "Is that Adam Conover?" And I was just like, "Oh wow, that I guess some people, you know, you see, yeah. I feel like that level of fame could be fun." And then the people yes. don't even come up and talk to you because they're like, right. It's fine. That's, yeah, <laughs> like he's successful and he's going to work forever. But I did watch as some other people came up to him, like one other one guy that seemed kind of like. See, one is chill. He's yeah. still in a line with everyone else. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And Christian was like, I wonder why he's here. And I was like, probably to see the show. <laughs> you know, they're probably friends. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, everybody seems to know everybody at a certain point. Very true. Um, so what did you think of this book's depiction of a television show well it did seem pretty bare bones like, <laughs> like, there was very little i was surprised that at one point she, jessica mentions that there was a uh, inter- interview practice with eric parker and we don't see that yeah, i thought that, that would have been nice really to see. odd yeah it's like oh yeah it went well like she's like yeah we just did a little practice after school and it went great and i was like why didn't we see that <laughs> practice uh so yeah, basically she had an interview that she was a finalist. She got the job. She did like one practice and then was supposed to just show up. Um, at which, and there was, yeah, no hair and makeup, as you said. And it was interesting that like Eric Parker was apparently the one doing the practice. Like, I feel like that's unrealistic. Um, it would probably be a producer. I mean, yeah. I've never been on a talk show, but like, you know, you know, the nuts and bolts of how talk shows actually work. Again, we're unsure of what Eric Parker is, but you know, you're booked on a talk show and then a producer, you have a phone call with a producer who you spitball ideas of what to talk about and stories you could tell. Mm-hmm. And then like, they decide what you're going to talk about. And then you go right. on the show and you talk to the host for the first time. Yeah. And they just kind of know what to prompt you with to keep you. I remember being a young person, like learning that, like watching talk shows from a new way. Like when you're really young, like in middle school, high school, you just don't really realize that these are all planned. This is a yeah. planned choreographed conversation. Right. When they just seem like, off-the-cuff conversations when you're a kid. Yeah, and it just seems like, wow, everybody is so charming and has such interesting lives. When really, no, like, they've combed through anecdotes to find something interesting that the producer likes that then they tell Colbert, like, they have cards and they try to set them up to get them to tell these stories. So the lack of producers that Eric's (laughs) doing this all himself. Yeah. Well, now that you say that, that makes me think about how funny it is that Eric is spending so much time on this one episode. Like, if this is, I don't know, it's the weekly national show. Certainly it can't be nightly because what the hell is he doing spending all this time at Sweet Valley High? If he's trying I guess because to- he's an alum, I guess we could try to, because you're right, but I'm trying to think how we could justify that. Yeah. But I guess because he's like from the area, he's like hanging out with his mom and dad or something. Like, yeah. You yeah. Know? And it's not too far from LA. I wonder how, like, I wonder what else was in this episode. Like, is it a half hour long show or is it an hour long show? Like, we have so many questions about, like, what Eric Parker actually does, what his show really looks like. Is yeah. it like a half hour, like, this is like a 60 minutes, but, like, if it was, like, cooler? 
I think it might be like you know a 60 I mean? minutes like, if like it were humanities, cooler. Like very like just like I human like, sto- like human stories. I kind of like that idea for a show. Yeah, like, no, just, I, I like, would watch it like a half hour, 60 minutes, like 30 minutes. Like 30 let's minutes. have a bunch of stories of just like normal people. Like what's your deal? Like what's your life like? Yeah. I feel like in different parts of the country, different parts of the world maybe. I, I don't know. That sounds like I would watch that. But um, it did seem like she... Did you think that they were... He was doing this, like, weekly with different students? Because it kind of felt like this was, like, she was supposed to represent every high schooler in yeah, America. Yeah, totally like seemed like that. This was a one-off. He was not going to continue to interview teens. This was the one. So that's a lot of pressure and also just kind of... It's interesting. Just, just nowadays to read, like, well, he, he picked a really beautiful blonde girl. Uh, she's the most all-American. So that was very silly. It's, um, yeah, it's like troubling in a way. Like earlier on in the series, the phrase all American was used to describe the girls a lot more. And they pulled away from that to their credit, Mm. even now, like in the series. I have brought this up on the podcast many times. I feel like that's a really awkward, unpleasant way to describe two blonde, blue eyed, uh, you know, size six, five foot seven girls, you know, but, um, the... I love that you know their height and size. Yeah, I hope they're five foot seven and not five foot six, but I do know that they are a size six. That's so fascinating. Um, (laughs) I know a lot about the Wakefield twins. Okay, I actually found the place. This is all we get about Eric's TV show. Jessica is saying, Eric Parker is absolutely the most gorgeous man on TV, and he's coming to Sweet Valley next week. He's going to pick one of us to do a special guest spot on his talk show. One of us is going to be interviewed live on national TV. It'll be a million times more exciting than when I was on Jeremy Frank's local show. We're talking about the big time, Liz. And the book clarifies, the special edition of Eric Parker's weekly talk show was called Growing Up in America. And that's it. It's a weekly talk show? A weekly talk show. But does that mean once a week? Yeah. Hmm. But this is a special edition. So sure. I, I think this I think this supports the theory that it's just this one. So, but but it's not like a late night show. It's, it's not, not, it's not yeah. Johnny Carson, you know. Right, right. It's a once a week. Anyway, maybe yeah. it's closer to sixty <laughs> minutes though, which is just a whatever I want to do once a week. Well, I guess the other thing I could ask um, about TV and Jessica and like how the book compares to real life is about Jessica's aspirations. Like this idea that this appearance is going to be some kind of launch pad for her. Mm. Is that something that you that like made any sense to you at all or did it just seem totally ridiculous? It depends on a, a little both. Because like it depends. If We have so many questions about Eric Parker. We need an Eric mm-hmm. Parker spinoff. Because if Eric Parker is huge and this is what the 90s Mm-hmm. when there was less going on yeah where everyone like you know there are 100 million people are watching this show every night yeah she's famous now like yeah. that is a real thing like it makes me think of like i don't know i'm acting like i'm an expert on this and i don't actually know this whole story but like how courtney cox got famous because she was like at a concert and they got like brought up on stage mm-hmm. right what was it springsteen or something it was, she was like yeah. in a music video and then suddenly she was famous yeah and nowadays You'd have to be like, there's very few people that are like that famous. There's we're all pulled in so many directions, but like, there's everyone's famous now in a way. Do you think if she were to like go up to LA and like meet like a casting agent or meet an agent that would just gonna like be her commercial agent or something? And she was like, Well, I don't have any, you know, I don't have really any screen 
experience except for these two things, you know, right. and, and have a tape of her on Jeremy Frank and her as on a tape of yeah. Eric Parker. Like, I don't know, that could be something. It's certainly more than... No, yeah, I, I like this idea, like, what would she do if she moves to L.A.? Uh, she, <laughs> okay, she has these two guest spots. It depends on what she wants to do, but, like, she could go to L.A. and then get herself even, like, a hosting gig or, like, a hosting... Because you can also just, like, I want to be a host. She doesn't have to be an actor. She just yeah. want to be a personality. And then you get a publicist and, like, a PR appearance person. Yeah. And she'd really be... Today, she'd be an influencer, but Jessica, like, if these books were written today, like, she would have been on Instagram being an influencer and would have, like, a lot of followers and, like... She would probably already have that. She would already, ha- already <laughs> yeah. have that. But if somehow that wasn't a thing, like, she would get herself an agent, a commercial agent, and some, like, hosting thing, maybe. If we're trying to mm-hmm. say, like, maybe she's not a good actor, right? We're pretending she's not. Then you get a commercial agent, you get a publicist, mm-hmm. and then you just really push yourself and you go to all these premieres and, like, people are just pushing you in front of cameras. I actually think Jessica would be really good at that. Like, I think she'd be better at like being a host of like, um, you know, like a Maria Menounos kind of, uh, you know, before the movies or like gas station TV. Uh, (laughs) Yes. And then you'd, I had Maria Menounos' book. My mom bought that book for me a long time ago. There was Uh this book that came out of like, just like how to be a woman. The Maria Menounos book. Oh oh my God. uh, That was like, this is how you eat healthy. And this is how you should organize your closet. And like stuff like that. That sounds like Jessica. Totally. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, I think, that's what I mean Jessica could do it I mean if she had the money to shell out for a publicist the six grand a month then like she could really make it happen (laughs) yeah I don't think she has that maybe Lila Lila could shell out for the publicist but I mean yeah I understand I'm giving it a little credit of like sure if this is a different time when there were less options of what to watch and if this is really a popular show there's a world where she's Famous for a minute, and if she really capitalized on it, sure. Yeah, and then eventually everybody forgets that, you know, Jessica Wakefield was the one who was famous from from her time on the Eric Parker, Parker show. show. And, and she's just bigger than that. Yeah. That's just her origin story. Right. Like, I feel like people, maybe they don't, but maybe people forget that Kelly Clarkson was, Amer- like, American Idol, you know? Yeah, just we forget how they actually got. Maybe not Kelly Clarkson, since she was the first American Idol. But sure, carry but there on are on. those examples of just, like, oh, yeah, they were an NBC page, and then they just had a couple late night spots, and then they were huge. That yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Like, while I was reading the book, I felt like, what is she even talking about? Like what? Like why does she think this is going to be some big break for her? I do not get it. So I'm I'm also kind of trying to imagine what are the scenario in which this could actually uh, be something good for her. But I think an important thing about Jessica and about these books is that Jessica doesn't actually have a plan of how it's going to work. It's no. just like this is going to be the thing. And the plan is not important. But I do think there's also, I think we're giving her credit. We're like, well, if she made, did all these steps, then like she could really do it. But I do think it's really tapping into also just the delusion that a lot of kids and young people mm-hmm. feel of like, I'm just, this is my moment. This is my big break. I'm going to be famous. Yeah. Like you hear people talk about like, I thought I was going to be a child star. And I thought like mm-hmm. someone was just going to see me and pluck me out and I was going to be something. Yeah. And so there's also maybe a little bit of that. Yeah. Like, well, I'm on TV and like, then it's all done. Like a red carpet is rolled out. <laughs> I could see how that could be even more sort of like a temptation or like a pitfall if you live in Southern California and they're like, yeah. you know, probably like Orange County, you yeah. know, they're like close enough that they actually do know people that have these connections. That's interesting. Do they really use that talk? 
Has there been a book probably yet about that? Like their uh, proximity to Hollywood? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't usually come up the Hollywood part, but there, like, there have been books where like the droids, the high school band, were supposed to have this agent that was going to get them gigs in L.A. Mm. and they have gone up to like UCLA basketball games or mm. you know things like that. So. It's sometimes somebody will have a parent. Oh, um, Dee Dee has like her dad is an agent or something like interesting. a producer. I don't know. He's got some. I can't remember right now. Off the top of my head. Yeah. <laughs> my but Sweet yeah, Valley lore is slipping. My Sweet Valley encyclopedic knowledge. But he's got Dee Dee Martin has some kind of parent in the biz. Okay. So they do occasionally just talk about like L.A. Yeah. Occasionally. Nearby. But not as much as I would like. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, I think Jessica just has a bit of that delusion. You yeah. Know, that a lot of kids have. Yeah, and I'm sure, like, because I know a lot of kids reading these books when they were coming out were kind of living vicariously through these mm-hmm. teenagers. It's like that extra little bit of, like, wish fulfillment or f- fantasy, so to speak. Yeah, it does seem, like, convenient. Just, like, you just, it's a four-minute interview. It's a really <laughs> short interview. It's like, well, these are my interests, and now I'm famous. I'm, like, suntanning, beach boys. Not the Beach Boys, but the Beach <laughs> and Boys. The end. Well, Alex, thank you so much for talking to me about this. Thank you. This um, was fun. Yeah. Congratulations on the Goldbergs finale. It airs that's tonight. Due. It does? Tonight? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, this, this isn't going to come out for a few weeks. No, that's but totally fine. But um, if, if yeah. Gladiators, if you want to see Alex uh, portraying a high school student, in approximately the time of this series, a little later, a little later. Yes. Um, that's what happens yeah. on the Goldbergs. Check out the Goldbergs. I guess on Hulu now, the ABC app, but no longer on ABC yeah. Network as of tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been a good long run. No, it has. Yeah. It has, it has. Now maybe you'll move on to, maybe you won't be a high schooler anymore. Maybe you'll be at all. I mean, Carla, my character, did eventually graduate, but it took a long time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But eventually she to graduate high school. Good for Carla. Didn't go to college. Just she's just chilling. She's just chilling. Doing her jobs. But anyway. Good for Carla. Uh, yeah. Carla Carla spinoff. I think it'd be Carla a great spin-off. idea. Yeah, it's a Carla spinoff. Who knows? Maybe it's in the works. But uh <laughs> yes. Uh I'm looking forward to playing more people with jobs who are adults. <laughs> yes. Like myself. Yeah. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Well, thank you again so much. Thank you. And gladiators, so welcome back to Sweet Valley Diaries. Um, look forward to this show coming out regularly as for the rest of season eight. I'll do what I can. And with that, I'll say. Bye. Are those the real birds chirping? Yeah. I heard them in the bathroom. I thought it was like a soundscape. (laughs) And then we're in here, too. I'm like, oh, that must actually be the birds. Man, birds. Okay, you ready for this? Mm -hmm. All right.